So according to science, you're actually far more attractive than you believe yourself to be. I'm going to give my take and then I'm going to go into some of the psychology and some of the data that we have regarding this. So I'm going to use a common example that I frequently use on this channel and that is going to the gym, trying to lose weight. If someone is overweight and they're going to the gym, one of the fears that they might have is that they're going to go and be mocked or gawked at or just, you know, extra attention is going to be paid to them because of what they look like. In reality, what happens is that everybody's minding their own business. And if you are someone who is overweight and who's going to the gym, first off, good on you. But that mentality is what other people take as well. If they pay any attention to you, it's, a, it's feelings of pride, right? It's feelings of good for you. Not this negative perception, look at this person, look how overweight they are. Because what's happening in this is that you're going to the gym. You are going to the place to solve the problem that you perceive, right? And I talk about this all the time in other videos in terms of having meaningful goals. And the reason that I use the weight one so often is because historically I've struggled with losing weight. And it wasn't until I went through a really bad breakup that I was able to get the weight off and keep the weight off. And this is something that is personal. I like to bring personal issues to the table so that other people can relate to them. But the science is very clear that what you think of yourself and the flaws that you detect in yourself are not necessarily valid for other people, right? There is what you think of yourself, what you think other people think of you, and what other people actually think of you. And this forms the context, the floor of how we interact with other people. So if I'm going on a date, and I don't think I'm very attractive, I don't think I'm very funny, I don't think I'm particularly competent in whatever ways are relevant to this situation, I'm probably going to present that to the other person without even knowing that I'm presenting it. It's going to be in my body language. It's going to be in the way that I'm talking to them. It's going to be, etc. You guys get the idea. If I don't believe in myself, that is the version of myself that I'm carrying into the world. And it is said that other people are just a reflection of what you think of yourself. So if someone's treating you bad, you probably treat yourself bad. If someone's treating you really well, on the other hand, same goes for that. You probably have some confidence. You have some belief in yourself. And this is important because so much of how we present ourselves in the world is based off of what we think of ourselves. That's mind-blowing because what that means is that if you, to some degree, fake it till you make it, and every day you're taking steps towards your better self and meaningful goals that you have set for yourself, other people are going to fall in line. So if you go to a first date and you're slumped over in the chair, the other person is going to pick up on that. And without even knowing it, they're going to treat you differently. It's just how we are. It's just how we engage in behavior. And it's said that something like 30% of communication is actually done non-verbally. Meaning if you see your best friend walk into the room and you immediately notice their body language, you can probably pinpoint if they had a good day or a bad day. So to wrap up my little segment, and then we'll get into some of the science, if you believe in yourself and if you do some positive affirmations and, you know, sort of boost yourself up and you are also tackling your other goals in more tangible ways like going to the gym and journaling and therapy and spending time with friends and hobbies, etc., you will very quickly do better in the real world because how you carry yourself will change. If you're happy and fulfilled, how you carry yourself is going to be different than if you are unhappy and unfulfilled. So, okay, let's get into some of the science here. 
This is from Psychology Today. The study cited was Epley and Whitchurch, 2008. I'm going to link everything I'm saying is going to be linked in the description below. And by the way, if you're enjoying this video so far, do me a solid, subscribe, hit like, and thank you so much for doing that. So some of the ways, and I'm now quoting the website, that we underestimate our own appeal is body shape and size, which is the first thing I referenced earlier, which is uh, among women, perception of attractiveness is strongly influenced by our body shape and size, as well as by what we perceive to be the ideal body shape and size, right? So right there, the key word is perceive what I think is attractive. And if I'm not that, then I'm not attractive. So do you see how we, it's self-inflicted, we do it to ourselves? So Swami and colleagues 2010 gathered data from female participants in 26 countries encompassing 10 different global regions. So that's pretty big. They asked women to indicate the body shape they thought would be most desirable to men. Across cultures, women thought that men would prefer a thinner body size than men actually preferred. This being said, men's body weight and shape are not as important to their appeal as women's. See Kurzban and Whedon 2005. Again, I'm, I'm linking everything I'm talking about. It goes on to say that men's waist-to-chest ratio can strongly affect women's ratings of their bodily attractiveness. Women prefer men with a V-shaped torso, but this preference varies among cultures. Swami, 2007. For example, women from Greece desire a stronger V-shape than women from the United Kingdom. So this is crazy. Though this is talking about physical attractiveness specifically, it does go beyond physical attractiveness as well. We also underestimate how physically or facially attractive we appear to others. When we compare our partner's ratings of physical attractiveness to others' perceptions, we see that our partner finds us more attractive than our strangers do, right? And that our partner rates us more attractive than we rate ourselves. In this case, we seem to judge ourselves using harsher standards than our actual romantic partner does. So think about that. That means your partner thinks you are more attractive than you think you are. Meaning we're all in our own head. We're all judging ourselves to a completely different standard than other people, including our romantic partner or our dating partner or someone on the street who might find you to be attractive. We judge ourselves worse than those people judge us. A total stranger seeing us for the first time can find us more attractive than we can find ourselves. So it's all in our head. One reason that our partner may see us as more attractive than strangers do is that we get to know each other better and respect each other more. So that has to do with emotional attraction, which is a given. I don't think that that part is, is necessarily particularly interesting. That's just common sense. The more someone gets to know us romantically, the more they're going to feel for us romantically, right? Another reason that our partner sees us as more attractive may be the physical or facial attractiveness is not the only way to be beautiful or sexy. For example, both men and women who perform altruistic behaviors, so things like charity, appear more attractive to others. So what does that tell us? Right there. That had nothing to do with how you look. It made you appear physically more attractive because you showed other desirable traits such as altruism. So do you guys see what I mean when I say having your own life, having things to do, having hobbies, things that matter to you, meaningful goals? makes you appear more attractive to everyone else. It just is a simple reality. And and the several studies quoted in this article just back up that claim that it, this goes beyond physical attractiveness and this goes beyond romantic partners who you have months to years, etc. of buildup with. 
This can be with your romantic partner, but it also can be with a stranger that you meet in a romantic context, like a first date. And so I'm going to stop the video here. I want to go a little bit more into this for the next video, maybe the video after, where I'm going to talk about how to increase your own perception of your own attractiveness. And that's going to talk about things like, you know, going to the salon uh, or the barber, getting a nice haircut, learning how to dress for your body type, things like that. And tell me if you guys would be interested in this, if I had some different experts come on the podcast and just talk about different ways that people can perceive physical attractiveness or different experiences from all genders. Uh, and just tell me what you guys would, would think of that. And if you enjoyed this video, do me a solid subscribe and hit like. That lets more people see this information, which I think is incredibly helpful because we just think too much, man. The reality is we just think too much. And if we think a little less and we treat ourselves a little nicer, we literally become more attractive to ourselves and to everybody else. Now, this article talked a lot about physical attractiveness, but it also mentioned areas not specifically physical, because I know for a lot of people, they're like, well, look, you know, I'm only five foot four. I wish I was a little taller, right? I wish I had a six pack tomorrow. I wish I weighed 30 pounds less, whatever it might be. But this article goes to prove that that's not all that we find important. Is it a factor? Of course. And anybody who tells you it isn't is lying to you. But it is not the only factor, right? And that is how romance works. There are many factors and there's many different flavors that work for different people. So if you guys would like coaching with me, just visit my website, thelovechat.net slash coaching, where we talk about, uh, you know, breakups, relationships, etc. And if you are looking for something more along the lines of therapy, I have partnered with BetterHelp. They're a website that offers therapy to anybody, anywhere. Um, these are professional therapists. These are licensed therapists. So just check out betterhelp.com slash Rory. And uh, I'll catch you guys in the next video. Tell me what you thought about this video. Uh, going forward, the videos are going to kind of be like this where I'm getting really excited about different psychology and instead of talking about only breakups because that, that got a little old for me. And if you need more help, obviously, that's why I offer coaching. I go live on Twitch every Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. So if you have any specific questions that you'd like to bring to me over at Twitch and talk to me live, that's free. Twitch.tv slash So I'll catch you guys in the next one. Be kind to yourselves. Catch you next time.